Hello, hello, and welcome back to Retrieving Sanity, your podcast for all mental health, addiction, and recovery issues and topics. Uh, this is your host, Keegan, and we have our co-host, Simba. Simbrero. Simbrero. If you haven't <laughs> seen the new Retrieving Sanity poster, go ahead and check it out, and you'll understand why it's Simbrero. Oh, no! <laughs> yeah. And, by the way, that is going to be posted on WDJYFM's page. So Simba, what is our topic for today? Today, like we are going to discuss the pains that come along with growing. We're all familiar with, or if we remember, our growing pains. But like as, in our mature life, the growth that comes and the grief that comes along with growth. You know, just don't start whispering. <laughs> I have insecurities. <laughs> so, do you have an insecurity about the growing pains? Is that why you suddenly got real quiet a little bit? You know what? You are not my counselor, first off. I didn't say I was. Uh, it's just, it's painful. It's something that, like, I don't want to acknowledge because sometimes, like, I, I would stunt my self-sabotage. Stunt mm -hmm. my own growth because I knew things were going in a growing direction. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, you know what? This is too painful. I don't want to. Let's just stay the same. Okay. You so, know? but why would it be too painful? Is it kind of like you're trying to grow and you're like that plant that's stuck in like a little cube and it grows into the cube, but it wants to go further. Is that kind of what you're feeling? It almost starts to feel trapped, you know? Yeah. Cause I, especially cause I do have plants. I look at them and I check their roots. And once they start to like, their roots are bigger than the pot, they have to be repotted. Sometimes mm -hmm. the plant just needs new soil, new pot, you know? Mm-hmm. But you need you're if we're if we're not growing, we're dying. Or for me, if I'm not growing, I'm dying. And I, I don't I think I lived six years in stagnation and addiction. You know? Lately all I want to do is grow. And some people would say that growing itself is addicting. Wouldn't yeah. you say? Yeah. Go ahead. It's almost like I can't sit still, you know? Yeah. Like I start to scheme up different ways of like improve <laughs> versus letting things ride out and see how they're gonna almost like pruning i try to prune lives to be like i want it to grow this way versus just mm -hmm. letting nature take its course and then making adjustments as you need mm -hmm. which is yeah. hard because that requires patience <laughs> and patience is hard to come by it is a virtue but it's also a uh, higher power gift i think because some people just don't have it but a higher power i know that <laughs> No, uh, we'll we'll avoid this topic for right now. But so with growing pains, so um, like one of the things I also think about is you had said like uh, getting a bigger pot for your plants, right? Um, you know that there are some fish out there that grow according to the size of their aquarium, right? And so if you're in one aquarium for too long. If I'm looking around and I'm trying to grow, I've done this aquarium lap a hundred billion different times in every conceivable way that I can think of, but it's not going to get me anywhere. I'm not going to grow from it, right? Until I get put into a new tank with a new environment, with other fish, and so on and so forth, and then I can grow. But it's hard to get to there sometimes, at least I think so. Yeah. Because I think, <clears throat> do you think it's comfort or complacency that is more of the downfall of someone suffering from addiction or mental health issues 
or just people in general yeah i mean i think that would go for just people in general but i know really for me complacency Mm -hmm. like once i know that i've made the laps in this tank and this is all then i become king of the tank and then this is as good as it gets you know and i could live comfortable there but mm-hmm. guess like i am in those stages of like addicted to grow and we're like i didn't grow for so many years that in like this past year alone so much has changed and i'm like wow this feels so this feels good you know mm-hmm. i want to continue feeling this good but it's all it is it, i really didn't even think about it that way is it, is it addicting but it is like serotonin mm-hmm. every step i take up you know i'm like oh my god this feels good i want more i want to feel this again yeah and uh that was one of the things that i had mentioned to uh our counselor was that i really liked the way that i felt growing again yeah um but in keeping with the fish in the tank scenario i have to be real careful to not be the fish to be like oh i see a bigger tank and try to jump on my own because I'm probably not going to make it. And well, like there, like you have to out outgrow your environment. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. not prematurely. You know, I feel like when I start to get premature growth, where I'm like, I'm not living day by day. I'm living the day ahead of tomorrow. You know, mm-hmm. like yeah, that, that's where I feel like I'm kind of caught at. And I notice that, and so I try not to make decisions. But then I feel like I'm holding myself back. You know, and I'm like, well. Uh, so here uh, you talked about you take care of your plants and you notice whenever they need a new pot right yeah and i mentioned the fish in the aquarium and needing a bigger one so the plant may kind of know and the fish may kind of know that they need a bigger environment but they themselves can't really do much about it so what does that say about the people in our life for me i think that that means that if they cared, they should be able to see it and recognize that it's okay to let more growth happen. Because I think other people like to stunt our growth uh, because they like it to where we are. Because I know that's kind of happened to me. Someone didn't want me to change a little bit of something. And I was like, no, I need this change because it's for my benefit. It's for my health to me to become a better person. And they didn't really want that and if they didn't want it the same way i was thinking they didn't voice it as such yeah but whenever you have those people in your life you need someone to help you get to a new tank you have to have someone that's willing to get you that new pot and help move you so what does that look like for you i totally understand that because like there was some times where like i would be dating someone who would want to be better And I didn't want them to be better. So, like, I would legit try to talk them out of whatever situation they were trying to better themselves in. Only Mm -hmm. because I was like, you're becoming a better person and not. And I don't want to. Not that I'm Mm -hmm. not. It's that I don't want to. And if you be, if you get better, you're going to want something. If you're naturally, you're going to want something more suitable for you. Mm -hmm. You know? But and that's part of, like, growing pains. It's like. When you are getting better and you realize you've outgrown your pot, your pot doesn't grow with you. Mm-mm. You know, sometimes you have to shed the environment around you. Sometimes you like uh, it's it, it's a weird scenario like this, but you got to be the pot that plants your own self. <laughs> you know, 
I was about to say, be the plant that breaks a pot, you know, grows legs and just runs away into the wild. And it's like, what was I growing again? I don't remember. So I want to have a nursery and I want to call it the growing pot. <laughs> so, so what if we make a pot that is a plant? Like a coconut shell? <laughs> the pot grows with the plant. It's like a symbiotic relationship with sorts. Anyways, oh, yeah. Almost, but it would almost be like a, a a parasite. Symbiotic relationship. So they need and each other. They need each other, correct? Or maybe not heat need, but help out in a beneficial manner to where both of them are able to grow into be what they're supposed to be. Yes. And so you avoid some of these growing pangs with someone because they're growing with you. Yeah, okay, and that makes more sense, like, in re even, even in friendships, even at work, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, you're all supposed to be growing together for a call, you know? Because mm -hmm. if you're not, then... You turn into that kingfish that starts bullying everyone. Yeah, but then whenever you have two people in a partnership and you're both kingfish... Ooh. Now you're fighting over dominion and rights and upper hand and the so, other hand. So it's like two beta fish in an aquarium. Like, <laughs> yeah, they're one's going to kill the other one eventually. And if not, then it's oof, quite crazy in itself right there. But um, So whenever we talked about growing pains, what is one of the things that you don't really think about in the heat of the moment whenever say you have to make an important decision regarding yourself what is something that you set aside before making that decision uh like for instance if you feel like it's time to move on from something or someone you set yourself aside and you take them into account too much or uh, are you looking at the scenarios, like the benefits that you get from being with this person? Or do you see um, different ways that you could change the person to grow with you? Does that make sense? Yeah. So, okay. So let me put it like with my family. Like okay. when I had to break up with my family, <laughs> um, I had to choose, like I tried introducing them into recovery. You know, mm -hmm. like I wanted them to even be part of my recovery so that they could grow with me, you know, like mm -hmm. we could grow together, but they they're on a We're on two different levels, you know? Yeah. So for the years fought back and forth of like, how do I get them to grow with me? And I never took in consideration that I was just killing myself, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I, I played out scenario after scenario or situations happened things present opportunities mm -hmm. would arise to where they could have stepped up to the play or shown something. But at, at the same time, that's me wanting to take control over them. I'm not naturally yeah. letting them. I, no one, no one forced me into recovery. I had to naturally ease into it. And then I had to naturally, I mean, people tried through counseling, through treatment centers. I was presented with opportunities, but I had to ultimately take it, you know, like I ultimately had to be like, I, I want to choose to grow, you know? Yeah. And then it seems like in different increments, like I um, even outgrew pains, you know? 
Ooh. like with the with people with with Chris passing. I don't mm. feel the same way I feel about it now, but I now back then I was more in the victim mentality of like, how could this happen to me? It was it was more about me and the pain I felt that I mm -hmm. never really would even take in consideration the pain his friends felt, his parents, no. his family. Mm -hmm. And then now understanding that that was just what happened for that that was our consequences to what we were doing. And more like I see that I was a different person. If I was who I was today, we would not be doing that, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but I'm, I, I, I don't know. Like, even in that, that sense, like that pot of pain mm -hmm. got to, I, I, I wasn't comfortable sitting in it anymore, you know? Mm -hmm. I, I was done dwelling with that pain and I had to learn how to grow out of it. You know? Yeah. I don't know. Uh so do you think that's also kind of in line with like uh changing your mindset um because you said you were stuck in the victim mentality so you had to change your mindset to a growing one right yeah so you had to accept new information you said you were presented with possibilities but you didn't take them at the time but now you can look back and you can see all these things and that's kind of uh one of those heat of the moment things that you're blinded to because yeah. of say your mentality or because you were stuck in a growing pain you didn't know it at the time right but yeah. you're you're still kind of stuck there and that's whenever you're in that little cube or small tank i, I don't know like i <clears throat> with a lot of things and so i guess that's where growth became addicting because like now i and i hate that i but like I base a lot of traumatic scenarios or things that should be traumatic or can cause traumatic, you know, or discomfort mm -hmm. off of that situation. And I'm like, look, I lost my best friend in a split second. So like mm -hmm. most of anything else is like not not that it's irrelevant, but like I, I guess it's I haven't learned how to emotionally attach myself to something anymore in fear of that type of pain again but Ooh. i need to i i understand that that type of pain will never exist because i was a different type of person back then oh i see what you're saying so you're like i thought you were about to go off of you're basing everything off of potentials now which i could totally see and we'll get into that here in a minute but um you're unable to detach at the time and now you're having a harder time attaching. But I think maybe that has to do, again, with your mentality. Um, and it's uh, comparing the apples to oranges scenario, it sounds like. <laughs> because, I mean, seriously, you're, you're taking this situation and this old past you and this newer situation or your present you. You're comparing the pain of the old. But the thing is, is that you've learned your lesson from it. But now I think you're trying to learn how to apply it. And almost, honestly, it starts, sometimes it feels like I'm learning how to avoid it. Ooh, you know? tell me about that. Because I, even with friendships, I've had friendships end in sobriety. And the best way, I literally in my, in my, in my mind, I told myself, well, what could I do better with different friendships? How could I like start them off in the right way so that, you know, they can grow into something healthy and i'm like oh easy don't have friends <laughs> oh. 
Oh man. Ouch. Ouch. But that becomes what? that that becomes let me just stay in this tank and be the king, you know? Yeah. I, I'm cool. But that that's not that's still not growing, you know? Mm-mm. Um so yeah, um yeah, no, you definitely need to keep your friends. <laughs> friends are like that symbiotic pot and plant, like that plant pot. Like <laughs> friends need each other, right? And it's one of those things though that I think it's hard to see in the moment because I know for myself I do a lot of past comparisons and like I'm still guilty of it to this day and I think I always will be to some extent, but I try to change my mindset on it and instead of going well here's what the scenario was this is how much it sucked and whatnot instead of comparing it too much about the pains compared to the lessons that i can get from it mm. um and that's kind of why i've stopped dealing with people or try to stop dealing with too many people that don't have that potential for learning lessons for me to learn from does that make sense and i don't know i'm still learning this as i go of course <laughs> but um i was i was gonna do a short um <clears throat> essay topic mm -hmm. on like learning to learn am i your because essay? Essay? Oh, i'm sorry you, you cut out <laughs> <laughs> you're going to do a short essay on what learning to learn because like we talk about learning but then it's like how how do you learn you know and it's then like, really allowing myself to learn because like again ooh. i was presented with all of these um our counselor gave me like all of these paperworks and everything and it wasn't until like almost two months ago that i pulled them out of my backpack and i'm like oh this stuff kind of makes sense you know yeah but then i was just like okay so now what now that i've okay, step 11 step 11 is the most perfect example i can give so when I was told to do step 11, I was told read page whatever or read what that thing that um, we got, you know, mm -hmm. that laminated piece of paper. Yeah. And I would read it and I'd be like, step 11, done. And I remember when our oh, yeah. Jamin yeah, yeah. told, yeah, yeah, he's yeah, yeah. like, you know, that's not doing step 11. I was like, what do you mean? He's like, you have to actually do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, really but uh, OK, so what does step 11 look like for you? Writing it down and then applying, like, did I hurt somebody? Do I owe an apology? And then going and doing it, you know? Are you not sure? Are you, do you think, I think you're talking, hang on. I think you're thinking of step 10, because that's your daily inventory. I'm thinking of step 10. Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. I have the book right here. Step 10, continue to take personal inventory and when when, when we were wrong, promptly admitted it. Step 11, sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious <laughs> contact with our higher powers as we understood them, praying only for knowledge of it, their will for us and power to carry that out. So I can see why you meant step 11. You knew I'm, I was just testing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dang. Got him. <laughs> I made a B plus. But, um, oh, man, you made me forget what I was going to say. Um, oh, I, I actually had a dream the other night that what was going on was step 11. I woke up and I was just like step 11. It's in my head now. Like, okay. And then I had a weird dream about tea trays. Now I have the, <laughs> hang on, hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. So 
life is like a tea tray or lives are like a tea tray or uh we have that one tray that holds everything right and then yeah. we have those little cups that hold uh the, we have the little saucers that hold the cups and then the bowl of sugar and creamer and then the tea itself and everything and so each one of those things can be a different aspect of ourselves and the thing is hey, yeah hey, i gotta folks uh we had a little bit of a technical difficulties he had technical difficulties <laughs> this time now uh... so as i was saying the tea tray is like ourself right um and we can have those different aspects being like that sugar uh this cup of tea this cup of tea so on and so forth and so then you can also have your tea that goes into each cup but each cup can have different amounts of sugar creamer depending on who's drinking it but the thing is is that tray can get jostled and it can mess everything up and so this can also be applied from all the way within ourselves to all the way out to be the entire world the entire world is a tea tray and this country is doing this and it's affecting this country over here this way and i think um to tie that into growing pangs the way that we need to grow is going to affect ourselves and others at the same time. And it, so. it, it, but it, it's not always a, I guess that's, that's where it also becomes just a pain to watch is mm. let's say, oh, let, let me put it in a sick plant. Uh, when you have a sick plant and let's say all a tree, all the branches are friends. Hey, homie, what's up? But this branch is ca going to cause damage or is damaged. So it's got to get pruned. It's gotta, mm -hmm. it's gotta go in order for the tree to grow. But you like that branch, you know. So you now you're that, watching. You have that emotional attachment to it, literally. <laughs> and so then you have to watch it get pruned, and so that's painful to do. Yeah, it, it's painful to watch. It's painful to um, still be a part of the tree, and that Ooh. they didn't make the cut. Ouch. Yeah, they didn't make the cut. They got cut, but they didn't make the cut. <laughs> Oh man. Uh okay, sorry, I just had to check what we're sitting at. So we got twenty-four minutes on the first one. So now we need about another thirty four minutes. Okay. We got this. Yeah. Okay. So they didn't make the cut. Yeah. Um so then how do we detach ourselves from someone else watching them go through their pains because we can grow all we want and we have to learn how to attach or detach so that we know when and how to grow and where to grow after we've been pruned a little bit whether it be other people doing it for us us choosing what parts to prune whenever we're watching someone else do it how do we go about stepping back and letting it take its course that is the hardest thing for someone who wants to advocate change and growth into everyone around you. That's what you want for people. It mm -hmm. is so hard to step back and let them be comfortable. Uh. You know, that, that's the hardest thing for me to do is just step back and like see people not be their full potential. But mm -hmm. at, at the same time, the, the good thing is, is that I, I was one step way i once didn't see that i had potential i let it just sit you know thinking that i didn't have potential and now i'm like i i don't feel that way so i know that there's there's people who are changing but i'm not 
I mean, I can't, that sounds rude and that sounds wrong, but I'm not built to sit and watch, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. I feel that. Whoa. I'm built to be a part of it. I'm built to be a part of change and growth and accomplishments. And even Mm -hmm. the downfall, because the downfalls is there's opportunity to learn. That's what one thing I pride myself on, even in just my work life, is making mistakes. Not that I make mistakes, but that when I'm told I made a mistake, it's okay. I can fix it, and we'll figure out how this could be avoided next time, you know? Did you just say you don't make mistakes at work? (laughs) No, I'm saying... You totally just said you don't make mistakes at work. No, I said that's what I pride myself on, is making mistakes, you know? Uh, Okay. Is... Making mistakes, getting told that I made a mistake, and then being like, oh, nothing, not the end of the world. Let's fix it. Now let's figure out how this mistake could be avoided for me and everyone else, you know? But what if it's not necessarily a mistake either? What if it's just something that is hindering your growth? See? Because, so how do we recognize when growth is needed? Because I think that's another part of growth is recognizing... It doesn't have to be a mistake that means you need one. You, get... you need to grow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I, oh. It hurts. That one hurts because mistakes are easy to sit there and go like, oh yeah, like uh, I can learn from that one. But whenever it's not a mis- whenever it's not a mistake, it's like, but why? Well, there's still something to be learned from it. But I think. I think that kind of brings us back to being coming complacent. Mm-hmm. So just because it wasn't a mistake doesn't mean it's a bad thing. But at the same time, by it not being a bad thing doesn't mean it's a good thing either. I guess you just got to choose to want to grow. So we had also mentioned that earlier. It's a mentality mindset, right? And yeah. you'd said allowing ourselves to grow because we can sit there and I can hold myself back and just out of sheer force of will i can sit there and stop myself from growing but like you said i have to choose to grow and i think that that is easier whenever it's mistakes being made that are being pruned instead of going all right now i have to just keep going with what i got but i mean go ahead so you're you're gonna call me crazy but crazy there's this Taylor Swift song. Oh my god! That hey, um, WDJY, the radio show we're on. Oh, oh. <laughs> okay. Well, there's some lyrics to her, her songs that she says. What does it say? He was sunshine. I was midnight rain. He wanted it comfortable. I wanted that pain. He Ooh. wanted a bride. I was making my own name, chasing that fame. He stayed the same, and all of me changed like midnight rain. But the the part that always caught that, like, literally I'm stuck on is he wanted it comfortable. I wanted that pain. Mm. And I don't necessarily think that she was like, oh, let's go self-harm. But she understood <laughs> the, the pains of growing, you know? And yeah. uh, again, he wanted it comfortable. She had outgrown that pot. And she was, in a sense, insinuating that she was harming herself just by staying mm-hmm. within that situation because he wanted it comfortable. Yeah, That's not what she wanted. And that yeah. obviously couldn't be what they wanted, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that that's kind of where it comes back into that complacency 
aspect because like you we had said earlier you had said that we're supposed to be growing together and whenever one aspect stops growing it'll stunt the other part and we've already said it again that growing is addicting and it's its own little bit of like serotonin it's a whole bunch of shadow work and getting to figure out who we really are and growing that part um and i'd have to agree that whenever things are going good it doesn't necessarily mean that things are still going good yeah and i think that <laughs> is a painful truth right there for some people um, you know because i realized that myself just because i have a good job i'm paying where i live i'm eating healthy things looked good from the outside but like for me on the inside i just mm -hmm. still wasn't fulfilled and a lot of it had to do with i had to change a sponsor and i just was like you know what life is good like this i don't i don't need a sponsor and it, it really hasn't been until mm -hmm. recent that i'm like you know what i i'm looking for a sponsor and like now i'm meeting up with a potential one but mm -hmm. it i at the same time, I think I was just because it's a sponsor. I'm a little bit scared that I'm, it's like, okay, well, let's redo the steps and you know that uh -huh. whole number. But yeah. that's a part of like, maybe I need to reinvent. Maybe I need to do another step four. Yeah, um, and so like I had changed sponsors, and he didn't necessarily say like, hey, let's redo the steps, right? I was like, hey, like, I've heard about people redoing the steps whenever they get a new sponsor. We're going out of a different book, and I want to do those steps. And so, like, I'm doing two books at the same time, essentially. But um, the first step uh, in the PIR book, <laughs> go outside and make the weather change with your will. I can't control it with my will. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that that kind of goes into the whole willing uh, what you touched on earlier um, I was trying to tie it back in all nice and smooth and <laughs> lost it <laughs> I lost it willingness uh, you know okay so it also kind of for me like I've been saying that literally the serenity prayer mm. a lot lately because um, how do I put it without Filling too much so there were certain directions that were being taken mm. at, at, at my workplace and um i didn't want it you know i knew the change i knew some of the changes needed to happen i knew some things needed to change and i was like i don't want that change so i no. tried to stop it as long as i could but then at the same time that's me taking control over something that i don't need to have control over and mm. It was a part of surrender of control what i can control and that is just me and mm -hmm. my area of the job you know yeah that makes sense and that's what i was trying to get back into was the control aspect um because you'd said that you were trying to also you want to control the aspects of other people for growth but it goes back into that they have to be willing they have to allow it and at the same time, it's detaching again, right? Yeah. <laughs> so I think growing is a lot of attachment, detachment. 
self-evaluation, re-evaluation, um, surrounding evaluation. Um, I just think that there's so much that goes into growth, but it all leads back into the beginning again, because that's what growth is essentially, right? There's not necessarily a start and or finish because there's death after life and there's life after death, right? Yeah. Because plants have seeds and uh, like organisms have offspring. And so it's continuously growing. We're not sitting there and we're not meant to be a marble statue carved by Da Vinci and whatnot but i mean seriously like we're not supposed to be like a work of art right out of the box because we have to start as some kind of rude crude shape that eventually gets refined and the thing is that we have to kind of refine ourselves otherwise we'll let the world do everything to us and that's not growing yeah and like i mean even like with plants um sometimes it's the environment Maybe it's not in the ideal. With my literally with my plants, I'm like, okay, let me get y'all like a little dome. Let me get y'all the light. Let me let me provide y'all with what y'all specifically need. And mm -hmm. if you grow, you grow. If you don't, you don't. You know, mm -hmm. like I, I can't force a plant to grow. Same way I can't force a person to grow. Miracle you know? grow. Hey, that has <laughs> That's not natural. It's not natural. Miracle grow is not natural, but it's blue. <laughs> Blue's not even a natural color. <laughs> what? You've never. No, wait. We're going into something deeper. Okay, so deeper than growth. Sac <laughs> sacred geometry here. <laughs> okay. Okay. But I'm. I think a lot of stuff with mental health has to deal with growth. It has to deal with repeating itself because it's not done. We're never really done growing. We're not. I mean we can be if we want to be but then it's kind of like i think those are some of the most miserable people i've ever met are the ones that think that they're done that they've hit the epitome of being who they're supposed to be and that's the thing is that i can see the potential but i can also see whenever someone's being a dumbass and just <laughs> totally not like taking that potential and running with it and I think a lot of it has to do with fear. So what do you think about fear and growth? It's hindering. It stops you. But it mm. also is probably one of the most familiar feelings with growth. Mm. Along with growth comes fear of the unknown territory you're stepping mm -hmm. into. You know, mentally, emotionally, physically, it's mm. uncertain. You know, I mean, of course, you're going to jump into some positions and you're going to be like, oh, yeah, I expected this. You know, you're prepared mm -hmm. for it. You prepared yourself. Or there's the chances of, like, there's things you aren't equipped for. So. And being prepared and all that, that comes from growth. So I, I was thinking of a way of growth here a minute ago. Um, So think of a, a graphing paper, right? One little squared box goes up. It grows. Then it goes up. Well, what if it goes to the side? Is that still growth? Because he's not in the same spot it used to be. But, it's but is it still growth? You know? And... Okay, so let's take it back to plants. Whenever a tree gets a new branch, it goes outwards. It's still going up-ish, but you have those that are jutting out, right? And you know what that causes? It causes an imbalance on the tree because the tree is supposed to go up structurally. 
And so it is still growing, but it's not growing in the right direction. Oh, okay. I, <laughs> I like that. So I guess the question is, how do we decide if it's in the right direction? Consequences. Ooh, we're back to fear of consequences. Yeah! That was an easy one right there because I know if I grow into an asshole, my consequences are like... <laughs> are like what? Are back to no friends, back to no job, or for having to find new jobs because you're an asshole. And... But, so, okay. But what would growth in the opposite direction look like? Would that not be... so? Growth in the opposite direction is uh word is escaping me at the moment. Um regression. So it's taking that step back. So that's one way we can look at a relapse is a regression. We went back to something we were familiar with, right? So that's yeah. not necessarily <laughs> growth, but we may have grown, but we went back a little bit. So we regressed, we relapsed. But what is the defining moments of there was growth but not in the right way and for me i think that that comes in the form of um application what were you po about to say politics <laughs> yeah <laughs> um because like you can get into your position in the wrong way for the wrong reason to uh... do the wrong things and it's like it's like me saying I want to be owner of a business only so that I can now can be an asshole and like I don't have to be fired because I'm an asshole, you know? Mm -hmm. So like I, I grew I damn he's a business owner only so he can be little people. And you know, like that that's where be I see Huh? Did you say be to We're talking about growing in the wrong direction. That was the picture that painted in my mind. <laughs> but he became a business owner just to belittle people. And what else? Sorry. And belittle people. <laughs> so I think that that kind of goes with that application. Like he may have learned some stuff along the way may have learned how to be real sneaky and whatnot but so i guess that comes into the morality aspect mm. and i think that morality is something that is like way not beyond our scope by any means but i think it's that's an episode all in its own because there's a lot that goes into morality um because my morals may not be your morals and so on and so forth. I don't think two people have the exact same morals. And this is where it could get real heavy and debated. And that's why people have all these controversies go on all the time. is because their morals tell them one thing or another. And yeah. so <clears throat> that's where a lot of growth can actually like hit each other. Because science is growing in one way, but religion is growing in another. And they conflict all of a sudden. And now what? people's well, morals out of, out of those two spirituality came into play you know and that's because where the... yeah <laughs> oh i like it but go on explain explain because like spirituality is kind of like just being the example to me like so mm. i don't know if it's talk about it but um uh oh like say somebody wants to represent um who their political party is 
you know? Mm-hmm. And everyone so disagrees with it. And I'm like, it doesn't bother me because you're obviously wanting to unify and accepting that somebody wants to display who their political party is allowing them to do that. Like you're being the unity in the spiritual one. You know, one person mm-hmm. being like, oh no, science is God. And someone's like saying, oh God is it's science. God. Yeah. And then you're just like, you're both right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know, mindfulness, spirituality. <laughs> like you're 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 right and you're right. And you believe in something and that's good and like that's that's honorable. And so that goes into the application. And I think the bottom line is just don't be in <laughs> <laughs> consequences. <laughs> Do you know if we can say asshole on the radio? Because I really don't know. Um, I don't think so. I've got a lot of editing to do. <laughs> <laughs> when you need to start tallying it up, like, all oh, right, he did this one. Oh, I said God. this one. He said this one. <laughs> I mean, I have a good way of editing it and stuff now. I got it figured out, but it's still going to take a little bit with how many times we've said that. <laughs> <laughs> we need to hire someone to belittle them and no <laughs> mark I'm not, down. <laughs> I'm not going to beat little people. <laughs> But, no, so I have actually thought about hiring someone to be like, hey, like, $5 an episode. But then I'm like, is that too much? And then I'm like, I'm paying everything out of pocket. Like, no, it's not too much. Um, uh, or too little. Well, just tell them that their name's going to be at the end credits. Sneaky. Grown in the wrong direction. <laughs> <laughs> the little dot said to the side. <laughs> You know, people got in trouble about that, like, whenever movies were coming out and stuff, right? Like, whenever (laughs) they started having rolling credits, people would get left out of that, and they would throw fits about it. Rightfully so, too. And so that's the way the movie (laughs) industry... That's the way the movie industry has grown, uh, to include everyone. That's why a credit uh, scene is now, like, five minutes all on its own, because it's literally crediting every single person that had something to do with that movie. So, and now the world doesn't watch that. Oh my god. Well, I mean... But, it, but no, now now we have to say, are we going to accredit the people that attribute it to our growth? Oh. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Yes. Because, like, there are two people that I credit to me stepping mm-hmm. into this newer, newer version of me. And it is my boss from work and my counselor. And mm. I talk about them when I do presentations or I go do H&Is because they were, like, the two people that, like, legit. One, like, one of them, my boss, laid down the law. Mm. She was just like, I get, I get what you're going through. Mm. I see the potential in you. But I also will terminate you. Mm. You know, it's like, in the same conversation, she, like, inspired me, understood me. <coughs> And she told me this was not tolerable. Yeah. You know, so she gave me mm. what the three things I I and instinctively needed on that version of me, you know, and yeah. it needed to be her. Had somebody else said, said that to me, a previous employer, I'd have been like, you ain't nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't nothing. Nice I could, I could, I could, I could go get another job, which I easily could have, you know, I could have mm. like spit it in her face and been like, you don't know anything, blah, blah, blah. But the fact that I had already been growing in the right direction, I she pruned. 
she stopped me from growing in the wrong direction, you know? And then I had that counselor who believed that I could grow into the Mm -hmm. right direction and was waiting for her opportunity to, in a sense, prune, you know? Mm -hmm. But I needed, she needed, she was in that patient line where she had to see where I was going to go in order for her to be able to, to do her qualified work because obviously she she was she's qualified for a lot of things you know trauma and substance abuse and so it really at the time that i was paired up with her was the the divine timing yeah um so what about crediting the people that are the motivator for your growth um as in the aspiration to not be that person like so <laughs> I didn't want to say it but yeah. Oh yeah. I didn't want to say that but yeah so I think I think I have to accredit some of those people from time to time just because it gives me an example of what I didn't want to be at that time um because you know that saying you spot it you got it yeah well if I can spot someone else as being so that means I'm just as capable of, or if not, am that soul. So that makes me take a look at myself and go, okay, well, I don't like this, this, and this about them. But then spirituality came into play, and it made me go, well, I have those same exact defects. I have those same things, and I don't want those, so what do I do about it? And then I have to go about doing that shadow work, the self-reflection, talking to my or my counselor um and seeking out other people that know maybe not better yeah i'm just kidding but people that just have more experience uh with life with growing and i had to sit there and be able to recognize that this person has these traits but then i had to see that i had those traits and i didn't want them anymore so what do i do how do i go about pruning and that's that selective pruning i was able to sit there and say i don't want this i don't want that but it's because i had to see it from someone else being displayed and see how it not only affected me but those around that person yeah because i don't want to be that guy i don't want to be that person but at the same time i know i'm fully capable of it because i can see it in other people but that's You're where my learning from other people's mistakes. I mean, that's one mm-hmm. of the healthiest ways to learn is from other people's mistakes, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and or I accomplishments. Think... Like, it doesn't have to be their mistakes. <laughs> well, I, I like how you caught that. Um, <laughs> and so with that right there, you had given me an example earlier uh, before we started recording about how you affected someone in your day-to-day life that they were able to do something you didn't think that they would do. Right. Um, I don't know if you're comfortable saying it or whatnot, but essentially in last episode, we had talked about in our addiction, we affect 17 people um, in our addiction. And so I think the inverse is true in us growing. We have positively affect at least 17 people around us um and so i think other people because growing is also like going to the gym you go to the gym you don't necessarily see the results right away 
but other people they can see like nothing <laughs> right same when you start eating <laughs> oh man you didn't have to go there simba 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 you, you all of a sudden you start doing good and getting some food and then colonel mm. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to get what you get. <laughs> uh, no, I, I back to the crediting. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's important to let those credible people know. Because like with my team, I, I did share with them my recovery. And the reason I shared it with them is because I told them I'm a person who needs to be inspired. I mm-hmm. love to grow. But in order for me to grow, I need... I literally like a daily dose of inspiration and I was I had seen this team struggle I had seen this team go through people in and out um they had changes in management time after time mm. and I mean they went through the ringer for months and they stayed they stood their ground and it, it's now turned into like this healthy growing um environment for them and mm-hmm. so that's why, like, I openly share everything with them because I'm like, you guys push me to be a better person out of work, which in turn helps me be a good employee while I'm at work, you know? Mm-hmm. And it just, it, it's created this almost like a self-sustained system of, like, inspiration growth that allows for failure. You know, and that's mm-hmm. the one thing I, I, I do like to teach them, too, is, like, if you did something wrong, it's not the end of the world. It's easier. It's like what, how we learned. Um, mm-hmm. the oatmeal bowl if you you can either rinse it out mm-hmm. before you go to bed or you can leave it in the sink and it's going to be harder to clean tomorrow mm-hmm. you make yep. a mistake bring it up hey i broke this hey i accidentally did this hey i mistakenly gave this animal this wrong medic you know just bring it up immediately mm-hmm. so that we can know how to address it versus you know but and again that just having the courage to say I made a mistake is a is a growth in its own. But can you see the fear in that too? You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, I like how you said growing environment at your work and accrediting those people because that pushes them to become better too. And I think one thing that we strive for growth. But at the same time, kind of like going to the gym, we may not see the results ourselves. So it's nice to get that recognition from others to say, hey, I'm proud of you. Like you've done so much growing in this amount of time. Like that was one of the favorite things I had at Nehemiah was watching those guys come in through the door and then watching them grow and yeah. to be like pretty freaking awesome people. Like some of the best people I've ever known, too oddly enough right but that's the thing with us addicts and people that suffer from mental health issues is that we're actually really kind caring and loving people it's just that we have something that's holding us down um but (laughs) we have layers (laughs) like an onion (laughs) but uh but no like having uh someone like you in the workforce uh in that team environment and you said team because y'all are growing together you're in a growing environment you're in this place and it helps whenever other people tell you and you tell them that like hey like y'all help me grow and invariably you're going to help them and 
invariably whatever <laughs> and one way or another you're going to help them grow whether they recognize it or you're going to have to push them to grow because then it's at that point pruning the growing uh, growing environment are you going to let a weed grow once you notice that weed or what like maybe it's not a weed maybe it's a dandelion you know and yeah dandelions... it, 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 even if even if it's like a say a weed scenario it still mm -hmm. provides something to the ecosystem you know mm -hmm. and it'll also act as an example for the people that aren't going to weed themselves out say yeah. oh well so-and-so <laughs> was doing this and so now so-and-so's not here i wouldn't be here so i don't do what so-and-so did so learning by other people's mistakes because the Damn, really you're good at this <laughs> the panic at the acid test was whenever i suggested i was like i think we're at a very good level of we could hire someone with no experience and my recent experiences there we did not do that because that person was eaten alive they i mean they just they wouldn't make it you know it was one of those things where they were just voted off the island suit like they weren't granted the opportunity because i and I, I base it off of me. When I came in, I had zero experience with that um, type of work. I had done something similar, but mm -hmm. not to the level that we're at here. And I was giving someone a shadow for like three weeks. And now look at me, you know? Mm -hmm. I'm not the best employee, but I know a lot there. And I wanted someone to I, really i want everyone to be granted that opportunity but it, it's kind of hard when you're <clears throat> juggling several changes but mm -hmm. we did hire someone with like little experience and he's really liking it the team is like uh, opening up to him we're getting to know him it's super cool it literally is the coolest thing so we have so many different type of characters like you have people who love the gym you have people who love raves you got someone who loves taylor swift i'm not gonna say who <laughs> but <laughs> we got someone who loves books and it's, you know just different type of people and sometimes we have like one person sitting over there on their phone one person sitting over here you know we'll random have different type of groups and i'm like i'm trying to find something that'll bring us all together and you know what i found that the other day and it was so weird because i was actually trash talking um i was oh. watching um what's it called lord of the rings with a friend and I brought it up. I was like, oh, my God, I finally finished Lord of the Ring. And then everyone jumped into the conversation. Apparently, everybody loves that movie. And everyone, like, has read the books. And so you got all these different types of, like, personalities joining together, talking about Lord of the Rings. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> and now you're the odd one out because you're like, oh, I didn't like it that much. I, I just. Uh, <laughs> but. That's really cool, though. Um, and, uh, I mean, there's a lot to say on that, too. Um, but we... Uh, 37 minutes. We got a little bit of time. Because I can edit it. Yay, yeah. Editing. But um, finding a unifying factor for growth. It's kind of... Um, I think that's a really good motivator right there. Is having that one thing that everyone can strive for. Having goals... Uh, who wants to be employee of the month? Right. <laughs> um, I don't know how well that works with competition and growth, yeah. but some people trial by fire. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> bro. I'm so glad you said that because that's where I was getting at with the whole the box going to the side. 
it's a mm-hmm. trial and error because sometimes you may need to go back over here to get back on track, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. um, I can't think of an example, but I had it in my mind, but it was like, that's another part of like growing is trial and error. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes you yeah. have to try something and I always tell myself decide. And I even tell my team just decide, even if it was the wrong decision, fix it, but just decide. Cause I can spend, I, I will start to get stagnant in indecision, mm. you know? Yeah. Uh, instead of fighting or flying, you freeze. Um, <laughs> I, yep. <laughs> I'm guilty of that by all accounts. I'm very guilty of freezing all the time. Just like, yep. Nope. Not making a decision. Cause it's uncomfortable <laughs> instead of growing and just doing what I'm supposed to do. Um, but, uh, so with that being said, we do have just a f- couple more minutes. Uh, so I want to thank everyone for listening to Retrieving Sanity. <laughs> no, no, definitely editing that out. <laughs> so I want to thank everyone for listening to Retrieving Sanity on WDJY 99.1 FM and on Facebook and on Podbean. Um, You can catch us at retrievingsanity.com. You can follow us on Facebook, uh, Instagram, uh, and we're also on YouTube. So Simba, would you have anything to say for the audience tonight about growth? Just keep on growing and remember people come and grow, you know, people come and grow. All right. Well, that's all the time that we have for this episode. So until we see you next week, Sean. Hasta la pasta. Okay, bye. (laughs) I forgot that's what I was going to do.